So my name is Erica Martinez. I'm a licensed psychologist in Miami, Florida, and I run a group practice that is called Envision Wellness. And what kind of services do y'all provide? Gosh, we're doing we're doing quite a bit these days. We um, we provide therapy. So there's three of us here that are clinicians, and each one of us has our own area of therapy specialty. And then we also provide psychological testing and uh, a variety of psychological testing. So anything from gifted testing to psychoed testing to testing for attention deficit of adults and children, uh, immigration evaluations and psychological evaluations and career <laughs> testing and vocational evaluations. So we do the full range of testing here. That's awesome. And why did, when did you join boot camp and why did you decide to join boot camp? Ah, so that was, I love this story because it's one of those flashbulb memories for me. It's like, I will never for all my days forget that day. Um, so I joined, I, I won boot camp. I don't know that I would say I joined boot camp, um, but I was on a webinar with you and Kelly in March of 2015 and you had kind of like that sweepstakes raffle thing where you raffle one entry and I had gone into that call saying to myself like I'm gonna win it because it's just gonna happen and it, it did it just <laughs> happened <laughs> um so I, I I won boot camp and and that's that's how I joined boot camp so it was just um it's just meant to be I think yeah why did you want to win it at that moment? At that moment, um, I was really frustrated with where I was at. I had um, probably about two months prior to that, I had left my job uh, with the school district here that I'd had for about 10 years. And I had gone into another public sector job that was pro promised to be one thing and in reality turned out to be a completely different thing. Um, and I was, have, was recently licensed and um, some of the things they were asking me to do at that new place mm. really, I felt like might put my new license in jeopardy. So I got very nervous very quickly and had to kind of figure out like, okay, how do I pivot out of this fast? Um, so that, that was really what led me to find you guys. Awesome. I wanted to yeah. Awesome. And I, I know we've, we've done other videos where we've shared the case study of just what it was to get, to use that, to get your practice to being flourishing as an individual. Mm -hmm. um, but I wanted to focus today on what it was like when you decided to move into a group practice. Um, first, why did you decide to move into a group practice after you were successful as an individual? Um, well, I realized that I, I couldn't keep growing um, because I did, just didn't have enough time. Like, um, I, I remember that last case study that we did, I was about 75% full. And I would say that uh, by the end of that year in 2017, I, I was completely full. I was totally at capacity. I couldn't take on any new clients. Um, and so I had to, I was turning people away. 
Mm -hmm. And so I decided that, you know, I was going to take a, take a stab (laughs) at being a boss. And uh, it made me really uncomfortable. Like the idea of being responsible for someone else's livelihood, um, you know, and them making rent and them putting food on the table. Like I took that responsibility really, really seriously. And it was scary to, to take that, to take that leap. Um, Ultimately, I I did hire someone in January of 2018, uh, which was a complete and utter catastrophe. Um, (laughs) I don't mind saying that. It was a nightmare. Um, And and fired her by the end of, yeah, I fired that clinician by the end of January. So um, it, it made me very scared to take that on again. But by May of 2018, I was ready to do it again. I had some more systems in place that um, made my second hire a successful hire and is still with me today. Mm-hmm. Um, and then since then, I've this past April, I added a, another clinician because again, we were my, hitting capacity again. And so we added the, the third clinician. And what is it like now when you when you look at your your practice your group practice how do you feel about your business i kind of I kind of am in awe like it's a little surreal uh, <laughs> i it's it, i yeah it's just surreal to see something that was just an idea in my mind and and not even like a fully formed idea because the group practice I envisioned having, right, is nothing like the one that I have, but I would never change the one that I have and how it's evolved organically uh, for anything in the world. I'm so, so, so happy, but I could have never predicted that this is, this would have made me happy, right? So I think it's it's evolved as I've evolved, which I think sometimes we can get really, really hung up on, I think it's got to be this way, or I want it to be this way. And we forget to kind of go with the flow and see how things turn out. Mm-hmm. I know I'm certainly guilty of that. Um, and, and sometimes we force things, we try to force things that are not for us. Um, so that's definitely been a big lesson that I've learned over the course of the last couple of years, as I've segued from individual into group practice. Awesome. And what are your favorite resources that you've found in boot camp as a group practice owner? Well, my as a group practice owner, my favorite is the group practice calculator. Um, <laughs> That thing is a beast. It, uh, <laughs> yay, Miranda. I remember, I remember you working on that. That was not something that was in boot camp originally when I first started boot camp. So I remember when that came on, um, on board and everybody was like, oh, like it was jaw dropping. Um, how helpful that just that particular thing is because you know, it helps you make very informed decisions when you're hiring people, when you're trying to figure out salary, you know, do you want to do salary, W-2 employee, do you want to do an independent contractor based off splits? It really kind of gives you um, a very clear financial picture off of which then you can um, extend a job offer to somebody and you can really give them a sense of like, 
okay, if you do this and you do this, and when this is what we're charging, this is how much money you stand to earn. Um, which for a lot of therapists, when they're segueing into a private practice and they've never done private practice before and all they really know is agency work, I mean, it's scary for them too. So when you can really break down the numbers for them, you can, you, as, a, as an owner, you can own, show that information to, to a prospective um, employee. And I feel like it really like eases their, their, their apprehension. Mm, that's really powerful. I love that, um, that, that space too of like, it's a beast, but I love it, but it's a beast that there's a lot of moving parts to being a group practice owner financially and in terms of the business plan. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, the business plan, again, that's the other, that's another thing. Like you, you need to have a really good business plan and you guys do a really good job of, of walking us through what, what goes into a business plan because of the way that boot camp is structured. So whether you're a group or an individual practice, um, that you just have to take each part of boot camp and, and put it all together. And that's in and of itself is a, is a business plan. And then when you become a group practice, you just have to go in there and, and make those adjustments um, to reflect the change of, of the practice. Um, so it's, it's really kind of, if you do boot camp, the business plan is, is really done in and of itself. You just have to put the pieces together, really. Um, <clears throat> so, so that's really helpful. But yeah, that, if, if you it's funny I have one clinician that walked in as I was trying to do a new hire and I had the spreadsheet on my screen and I have a big screen uh, on my computer and they walked in they saw all those numbers and they just said I just got really really nauseous looking at your screen I'm gonna walk out you let me know when that's not on your screen <laughs> um, yeah so so yeah it's 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 incredibly powerful tool like all the tools that you've got inside bootcamp, I mean, to it's awesome to be able to type in just something that's like percolating in my head and type in that phrase or that keyword and, and something will pop up, like invariably, something will pop up. You will have some sort of information about it, um, you know, whether from designing your office to how to negotiate a lease or things you need to think about when leasing an office space like it's it's gosh it's just it's all in there oh that's fantastic and what advice would you have to other group practice owners who want to create a, the kind of happy balanced practice that you have as a group practice owner um so i think and this is something that i've learned <clears throat> like I'm always, I've always been one of those people that sees like the mission and vision statements and, that people have. And I'm like, Oh, really? Are you kidding me? Like, whatever. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> um, but I will say that, that, that is important when you're going into a group practice, you've got to have a sense of where you're going and what's guiding you as to why have, why have a group practice because a lot of people kind of just get in it to, to make more money, right? So, Cause you've got the referrals coming in the door and you want to capitalize on that want to make money off of those. You don't want to let those slip by, you know, cause it's marketing is hard, you know, you don't want to give those away. Mm -hmm. um, 
but that can, if you just keep adding clinicians, that can really spiral out of control really fast. And it doesn't necessarily make you more lucrative because every, every hire comes with expense too, you know? So you really gotta kind of have a sense of like, okay, what's going to make this practice viable? What's going to make me happy? Because you're also taking on you're, you're, you're adding a hat. I mean, as if you don't have enough hats to wear, you're adding a hat of being boss, right? And you're responsible for, you know, making sure that things are getting done and, and, you know, client care is, is, is high quality. Um, mm-hmm. Those are getting done. There's a lot to do as a group practice owner. So I would say you have to have a really, really clear vision. And mm-hmm. for me, it's that I want my I want my clinicians to be able to live the life that they preach to their clients. Like I want my clinicians to be able to do the same things that they're telling their clients they should be doing to, for, for wellness, right. For, to be well. So it's important, incredibly important for me. So, you know, my, my clinicians, I make sure that they don't have too many clients, right. That they, that we cap their caseloads, that their work schedules work for them and for their family life. Um, make sure that we have healthy snacks and, you know, water here at the office so that they, so, so that they're okay, so that they're well, right? So it's not just them taking care of the client. It's also taking care of the people who take care of the clients too. Mm. So that's for me, that's me personally. That's what I've, um, that's what's become my vision and mission with, with the practice and um, I would encourage anybody that's thinking of doing a group practice to, to really have that, you know, sense of purpose and sense of why in the forefront of their mind, because if you're doing it just to make more money, you can actually lose money if you're not careful. So. I I mean, you mentioned that piece. I've seen a lot of, of therapists in online groups who are sharing that they have these huge private practices and oh, I just opened another location and I'm like, oh, that's exciting. And then they share that they're working 70 hours a week or that they're on the edge of bankruptcy or some other crazy thing. And I'm thinking, wait, that is, that's not what we're looking for. Um, for you, have you found that group practice and the way with you setting it up and using the strategies in bootcamp has it been more financially viable for you than just doing individual? Yes. So, you know, it's, it's been a slow burn. And I think watching other people, like you've mentioned, watching other people, like, I don't want to say boast, but, you know, share that, you know, I just added my third location and I have 10 clinicians at each location and, you know, and all these, it's great, but that, that fast growth always makes me nervous. Uh, it makes me think of a flash in the pan mm-hmm. and, and I don't think that that's healthy or sustainable, um, just from an economic, just from an economic standpoint, right? Like you're mm-hmm. over producing, you're outside of, uh, you're you're funk- you're working at at a level that is not sustainable, right? Mm-hmm. That means that not only are you doing it, but probably so are your clinicians. So I don't think that that <clears throat> I think it sends a contradictory message mm-hmm. to to the clinicians and to the patients. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, I feel like a slow burn is better. It's healthier. It's more sustainable. You have a clearer sense of the financial comings and goings of the (laughs) revenue and what have you. Um, and, And let me tell you, the financial piece of a group practice is complicated because there's a lot of money coming in, there's money going out, and you need to be able to be clear about what it where it's all going um i I just you know we're recording this in december 2019 i just started looking at my final numbers for the year and we hit our income goal but when i was breaking down the expenses there there were there was a a double digit and i'm talking about like thousands of dollars that when i looked at it i was like where did all that go Why didn't it come home with me? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so, so we, so I've been sitting down with um, with some other people in my team that will help me or get helping me get clear about like where are where did this money go and how do we keep how do we stop the bleed there mm-hmm. um, so that we can use those financial resources more effectively in the practice so that we can maybe increase salaries to the clinicians, increase salary to me. Cause I, you know, I matter too. Yes. Um, and, uh, and just, you know, help the business grow. So, so yeah, it, um, you know, you, you, ha- and, and it's hard, like I'm good with money, but I still had, I was at a loss for where all this money went. So, um, you know, it can really, really easily get out of hand if you're not on top of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I guess back to the other question, has it been, do you feel like it's been worth it in terms of it being profitable for you as a group practice owner? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But you have to, you have to work at it and you have to pay attention to the numbers. You have to crunch the numbers. Sometimes what I, face value seems like a good decision when you, when you break it down into its components it may not be a yes. good decision right and so you really need that um, level of of really like critical thinking and problem solving and, and being walked step by step and you know there's things that you're not going to consider because you're very much in it um and so i think that's the beauty of boot camp which is obviously that you know there's you and and kelly that you're going to be like, hey, but wait, did you think about that <laughs> during, during the Q&A calls? And did you think about taxes? And did you think about payroll? <laughs> you know, and, and all these little things that are, are little details, little minutiae that very quickly um, add up and Im- can impact the decision um, that you make. So so yeah, yeah, that's our, that's always our, did you fill out the group practice calculator? And like, did you update these fields? I don't feel like you did because that number doesn't make sense. Like, right. you can right. almost, like, just hear the number and know something's not right. Right, right. Because again, you're in it. And that's, I think that's the beauty of the, of the community too, is that you, you leverage the knowledge of other people who have come before you mm-hmm. and you can search and see, you know, what, what have, you know, what are other threads with similar questions that you've had, or you can put out a call for like, Hey, other group practice owners, what have you done when, you know, blank has happened or have you ever faced this situation? And so you can kind of tap the, um, the, the, 
the hive mind, if you will. Yeah. And, and, and that's helpful too. So it's not just the material in the boot camp. It's also the people who are in the boot camp, which I mean, are incredibly generous and supportive and kind. And, and some of the people that I still turn to when, when I'm like, um, I don't know what to do. Let me call, you know, let me call Beth in Jacksonville. Let me, let me reach out to Karen locally. Let me, um, uh, you know, let me reach out to, to Robin in California. So it's, it's not just the community of therapists in your town that become your resources. It's like it's a national, sometimes international, um, <laughs> cause you've got people from all over the world now, yeah. uh, you know, resource, which is, which is really, really cool because I've had clients move away too, you know, and then they're like, Oh, but I really want to keep working with you. And, you know, state laws being what they are, that doesn't allow for that. But then you have resources that you can confidently like refer out, uh, and, and make sure that your client is in good hands wherever it is that they're going. So that's an added benefit there too. So Awesome. And then just as we wrap up, what would you say to a group practice owner who is on the fence about whether boot camp could be helpful for them? Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. I know it seems expensive, um, but if you and and this is where you you break down the numbers, right? Uh, and I have. And when you look, I think the price point now—not to date the video—but I think what's the price point? You guys are nineteen fifty or mm-hmm. thereabouts. Yeah. Um, if you break that down into what you charge per clinical hour, right? How, how many sessions is that in reality? You're going to make the money back mm-hmm. very quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's an investment in you. It's an investment in your clinicians. It's an investment in the people that you, you know, you're treating because then you're going to be able to provide even better quality service. Um, make sure that you're, you're doing so for, for a longer period of time that, because your business is going to be viable. You're going to be able to keep the doors open um, and there won't be financial. And I keep going to the financial piece um, because that's really important when you go to, into a group practice. Um, you, you're you're going to keep your doors open for a longer period of time, which provides stability. And, and a lot of clients need that, you know, so and that's important for the community, you know, that, that you stick around and you keep those doors open, um, that you're not, your business is not a flash in the pan, that it's a slow burn and it sticks around to do what you, what you oh, said. Thanks so much, Erica. I am so glad that you went to the I, <laughs> I know that you feel really thankful, but we feel really thankful to have you part of our community. I am incredibly thankful i'm so glad that you guys do that because otherwise at that point i don't know that i would have been able to afford it um or you at the very least you would have thought you couldn't afford it because you couldn't have imagined that like what would happen financially like you would think the way that i've been doing things like there's no way i can make that money back now you're like oh my god like right the easiest thing ever and i would have never had that clarity had i not been in boot camp Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. My pleasure.